In a world where you lost Le'Veon Bell and Steve Smith to season-ending injury, a world where Drew Brees throws seven touchdowns, in a world where Aaron Rodgers scores single-digit points, you're not going to the championship, you've got a one-way ticket to Rubbish Alley. Rubbish Alley! Will your dreams go to die? Drew Brees needs an MRI. Rubbish Alley! Gronkowski's on by. You curl up and cry. You stand in the pink on an upside tide. You see the wet to hell. Fuck you, Jimmy Graham. Welcome to Rubbish Alley. That's a world class queso dip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do I really look like this? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time I threw a touchdown? <laughs> Damn it, Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> he looked better. He looked He looked better, right? I mean, they annihilated the Packers. They, well, they did, but he... I mean, he, well, he, But that's the story. The yeah. team annihilated. Yeah. Did anybody think that they were going to win that game? I didn't. No. no. I, I I thought I thought it was going to be a bloodbath. Packers just dominating <laughs> that game. I I lit- I didn't think it was going to be a bloodbath, but I just didn't. I figured if anybody could figure out how to pick apart the Broncos, D would be Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. and he and he had the worst game of his career. Literally his career. Yeah, he's never been held wow. to less than 146 yards until this game. Wow. Yep. That tells you something about them, Broncos D. Yeah. Oh, and you just said they got added to the undroppables list. By the way, undroppables list is kind of bullshit, but <laughs> that's kind of crazy, though. If there was an undroppables list, then I mean, there would be a lot uh, less stupid decisions made, I guess. But we don't have them in our league. I don't like them. I, if people want to do stupid shit, go ahead and do it. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> that's like if your if your app like forced a, a a manager to play somebody who wasn't on by. Yeah, because idiots leave people on by sometimes. Well, you know what though, you need that list. You know, it's like. Man, if if only Doug Martin had been undroppable or James Jones had been undroppable, yeah, then I would have a much better season. <laughs> then, then you know, you, you, there you, go. you looped shape. it. You looped it back. I'll, I'll take I'll take the Doug Martin heat, but I've got I don't feel bad about dropping James Jones. One oh, because he had his one bad week. No, he just he's a horrible this week. He doesn't get volume. He gets like three catches a game. Let's uh let's get updates here. So Bobby, how did you do this week? What's where are you at? I went one and one this week. So in my league of record, the Galaxy Quest League, I what does that mean? League of Record. Well, the only one that really matters. Oh, is that what that yeah. means? <laughs> the one you're doing good in? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I better make sure and take ownership for that league now. Well, see, Weber's Weber's in first place in that league. I'm, yeah, tie- I'm tied for second, but I, I, I won again, so I'm 6-2 and two in that league. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great week. Crushing defeat. Here's, here's something interesting, and it, it's something I've pulled a couple times where uh, if I had a kicker or a player that I didn't really value too much playing in the Monday night game, and there was somebody on by that would, was going to be a hot waiver pickup for the week, I'll just pick them up on Sunday before the, or Monday before the game starts because you don't have to wait for the waivers. Because neither player actually played yet. Oh, see, that's interesting. I can't do that in my league. Oh. Everything so. locks at 10 o'clock. It doesn't lock... Like uh, before every single individual game, it yeah. locks like for the like ten o'clock Sunday. It locks all the way through Monday. That's, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. So so our leagues, every player is up for grabs until they actually play. If yeah. they're on by, they're on grabs all all weekend. I think that uh, in Yahoo, I think we have uh, Fab budget, and yeah. I think when we switched to Fab budget, it changed. Okay. Because uh, we used to have it that it, when we were rolling waivers, it used to change. That, that might way, be because so. okay. you got to pay for it. Well, well. So anyways, the reason I bring that up is last week uh, I had a. a a kicker playing and uh 
I, I just got crushed, just demolished. So I dropped the the kicker to pick up Hillman because they named him the starter. And then Hillman scored 18 points for me this yeah. week. So And I didn't have to – because Brandon was like, you son of a – because he was going to get him on waivers. Because <laughs> so, I have no more budget left. Um, and so this week, here's my dilemma is I have Frank Gore playing in the game tonight. I, I, I'm up by 27 points, right? But uh, the other guy's got Cam Newton going. So I was a little bit stressed out that Cam Newton could put up 27 points feasibly. So I was going to drop Gore to pick up one of my uh, my waiver picks, but but I didn't. Who are you going to pick up? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they would have to be on one of these two teams. Someone who's on by. Oh, well. Uh, oh, that's oh, an interesting oh, way. So sneaky. now before we move on to Scott here, you yeah. did play in, in the official <laughs> Rubbish Alley podcast league. That's not a Rubbish Alley. And you, <laughs> and you played against your wife. In yeah. that league, <laughs> so it was it was like the Revenge of the Wives this week because we have so my wife and Andre's wife both play in our league and we both got just crushed by our wives. <laughs> <laughs> both of our wives scored like about 150 points. Well, you you tried to win though. Yeah, I only lost by about 35 points. So Andre almost got tripled because he scored like 55 points and I think his wife's over like 150. <laughs> he almost got like the official lowest possible score of an of a legit starting team out there. <laughs> nice. So. Uh, I'm going to kind of segue that to me in this because last week I was very bitter about losing to Andre. And uh, the week before I lost, he scored 75 points. And this week he scored 55 points. And the week he played me, he scored 120 points. (laughs) (laughs) And I just don't think it's fair. He was just saving that in the chamber just for when you got got to him because he he just wanted that win so bad. (laughs) We've we've all been referring to uh, the week you play Andre as your bye week, your regular season bye week. And I, yep, I lost. I, I'm call, I've been saying this. It's the march to to 1,000. He's he's just trying to to cross a thousand points this season. I don't think he's going to get even close. I think Harry's already there. Yeah, <laughs> his wife. His at wife the is halfway, already yeah. at the halfway mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, playing Andre for you uh, in your week when you lost to him. That's kind of been the story of my season in the rubbish alley league. Let's just say the one I'm qualified to speak. It's right. the theme of the podcast. <laughs> now, yes, in the league I'm in with Bobby, I am seven and one, crushing it. Lost Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Uh, Have the depth to carry. Wait, wait, wait. Who's who's replacing Bell for you? Uh, Dion Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Yep. Had him on my bench. Hey, everyone else hasn't picked a bunch of guys up, so it's not my problem. Uh, in the league in which I am now two and six with a very good team, <laughs> uh, someone dropped 145 on me this week. I had 125. I had a good week. Wasn't good enough. Story of my season. Teams are scoring on average this year against me 133 points per week. Wow. Now you should be able to defend against that. This is <laughs> I know I, I need better defense. This is a league in which it's the eighth year of the league. We have league records and things like that. I, I've tracked them, Kamish. I've tracked them over a long time. I'm on pace to destroy the league record for most points scored against by I think over 100 points total this year. Wow, most in eight years. Wow. So it's it's been an unlucky year. I do have a very good team. It's just it's not uh, over. I'm, I'm guessing you no. pro- uh, uh, probably a 500 gets you into the playoffs yeah. or close to that. Two years ago, I started two and seven, and I won the league championship. Whoa, really? Yep. I I yep. won uh, four straight, made the playoffs at six and seven, and then uh, Josh Gordon just crushed everybody on the way to the title. That's nice. Do ten teams make the playoffs in your league? No, six <laughs> team, twelve team leagues, six teams make the playoffs. Huh. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, wow. six and seven won the uh, last spot on a tiebreaker of points, and then cruise through <laughs> anything can happen guys 
Uh, not, Anything can happen. I don't know. I'm I'm two and six in the Buffalo Wild Wings league, and uh, like I'm I'm third highest uh, point scored. Like my my offense has been firing. I just uh, I don't, know, not I don't think that number is completely accurate. Whatever. I'm gonna have to double check that. <laughs> go, go look. That it. doesn't sound right. It's right. Validate that real quick. <laughs> I just I just make this stuff up. No one ever fact checks me. <laughs> I think so. Remember when you're like Goskowski scored 50 more points in the second best kicker, <laughs> and then I said I made that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, let's uh, let's dive into the recap. Wait, wait, first before that, what? Uh, we need phone number, email, uh, housekeeping. housekeeping. How else is, or is anyone else going to talk to us? All right, hey, so our subscribership is moving up. Uh, we, I think we've got like maybe fifty listeners with us. So thank you for joining us. And uh, <laughs> hey, tell tell your friends fifty k, fifty thousand. That's right. If you're listening to this, you're probably in a fantasy football league. So you've got buddies that uh, are probably into the same kind of stuff we are into. So uh, pass pass the good word along. Yeah, I, I think that. Um, our, our goal here is to is to do a weekly recap every week through the end of the season, and I mean, w- I would love to do this again next year, but yeah. if only 50 people are listening, I don't think I'm going to do it. Hey, all 50 of you matter. Don't listen to Casey. <laughs> Casey didn't mean it. We'll do, a few, we'll do it all off-season, too. Yeah. yeah. Every single week. <laughs> oh, my God. Go over every single loss to Andre. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Well, that'll take about two weeks. We'll just find a different way for Casey to phrase how like unlikely that loss was. <laughs> it's actually going to be unprecedented. It's going to be, it's going to be insane. Week thirty six. It might be his only win all season if he goes like you know one and and four, what thirteen. That's regular season. <laughs> I mean that hundred twenty points bumps his weekly average up quite a bit, but I mean he's going to be somewhere in the in the vicinity of eighty points a week average. It's oh. nice. And his wife probably is it's averaging only. thirty. It's touchdown only league, right? <laughs> no. no. Okay, that's bad. That's very oh, bad. <laughs> um, all right. So anyhow, if you guys want to uh, say what's up to us, you can reach us at Twitter on uh, at Rubbish Alley. You can reach us by email at rubbishalley at aol You can reach us uh, by phone. You can text or call four two five two zero two six one five two. That's uh, 425-202-6152. And you can leave a voicemail on there, too. We want to hear from you guys. Yep. You, tell us some stories. Tell us the saga. Doesn't matter what it is. So let's, We really uh, just want to hear from Andre. Also, we do while we're in the housekeeping, I suffered an injury this weekend. I'm playing through it today, but it looks like I'm going to miss the next three to four weeks. So oh, that's right. I apologize. Uh, I have to get some weird treatment, some Kobe Bryant-style treatment. I'm going to fly internationally. I'm going to be in Asia getting this thing looked at and have some weird like placenta surgery done on uh, whatever my injury is. And uh, I'll be uh, rejoining you after Thanksgiving. What you should be really sorry about is the fact that you're going to leave just me and Bobby to talk about fantasy football. <laughs> That's true. We That's... might we might have to find a guest host for a couple of weeks. We might be closing down the podcast for holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Andre's iLab. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's with, without further ado, let's dive into the recap. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to go back. We did just go back. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go and uh, take a look at week eight. We're going to start with the uh, Patriots-Dolphins game. Do you guys watch? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, Going against Tom Brady and Deion Lewis, not awesome. (laughs) Having Tom Brady and Deion Lewis, awesome. Dude, Lewis Lewis is a freak. He's so good. I hate Thursday Night Football from a fantasy standpoint. Like, why? Because if you don't have anyone going on Thursday, like, okay, I didn't have anyone going until Sunday morning, right? And I go against Charkandrick. I go against 
Brady and I go against Lewis. So someone's got 75 on me before I even start. No, that's frustrating. That's I, <laughs> uh, that's rough. I, I started with uh, Brady, Lewis, and Gronkowski on my team. Oh, oh I had I had Gronk, I, actually, I, so I didn't oh, have to. Oh, you're all right. Yeah, I had, well, I did, didn't end up all yeah. right, but I had, yeah. I rolled into the Sunday with an 80-point lead, so I was like. That's nice. I was <laughs> super. I just And it's crazy because I just felt good for, like, all the way leading up to the weekend. I'm like, and I was going against the number one team in the league, and I just crushed them. That's amazing. It's awesome. Tom Brady crushing fools right now. Oh, I we we had a little back and forth last week about how you thought the Dolphins were just going to light up the Patriots defense. I never said. <laughs> oh, that. really? I didn't think that this was going to happen. I, I just they like after I mean, and they were crushing terrible teams, but after their turnaround, uh, I, I just I didn't think that it was gonna, they were going to get flattened like this. The Patriots are doing a, you know their defense. Their, the Pats' defense is not the greatest. It's I mean, flashy, they're, but they do but it. There's something so demoralizing about what their offense is doing to teams that it's causing just a, a this chain reaction of a team just shitting the bed. Yeah, yeah, and it's God. it's interesting too because they're not like they're not a, a big run team, uh, the Pats. So it's not like they're eating up a lot of the clock. Like they're not keeping their defense off the field. They they march it down, drive down, drive, 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 get the touchdown, and then they put the D back on the field. And yep. the D's got more of like an endurance. Game. I think that I mean they make the other offenses get tired. I mean, yeah. Well, and the thing that Dion Lewis, it's like this is like this new age running back. Like yeah. in, like. I mean, I know you're saying that they aren't running the ball, but they are. They're just passing to their running back yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like all Tom Brady's doing just passing all day long. It was a crazy game, too, because uh, Deion Lewis didn't open the game. Blunt, it was the game started and it was all LeGarrette. Nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. He even caught a pass. I mean, we joked about a couple weeks ago, LeGarrette <laughs> catches a pass. He's stone got, hands. <laughs> exactly. And so knowing the Patriots, I thought, oh, Lewis isn't going to play a snap. He's not going to play a single snap in this game. We got the old Belichick. Oh, he's probably you got a plan him. for him. And then he just goes, nope, we're not playing him at all. Uh, instead, he just starts ripping off receptions at 20 yards and just chunks and chunks and chunks. There's so many weapons on this offense. I, I, think, almost, I think Lewis is a staple now of this offense. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Well, they the, just signed, they signed a, the extension midseason. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I think that he is just every tr- week. Every can week. you trust a Patriots running back? Yes, I think so. You can trust, With him. You can With trust him. Deion Lewis. Because it's just targets, right? That's what we always say. Yeah. What are you thinking about the Dolphins, Bobby? Ugh. Tannehill? <laughs> Lamar Miller? You know, it's the Patriots. Oh, yeah. We're going to chalk this up as an oh, outlier. Okay. Lamar Miller touchdown saved that day because that could have been a disaster. It was Nine brutal. carries, 15 yards. It was brutal. But, man, I mean, the Pats are going all the way, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, unless the Broncos, yeah. you know, defense pulls off some sort of miracle. I think Super Bowl 50 is a rematch of Super Bowl 49. That's what I think. You're crazy. <laughs> Might be. Uh, they're going all the way, but will they finish it? I don't know. This it, is a, this is an undefeated team that lost in the Super Bowl. That's right. That's the thing, though. It's like not only are they pissed Any about everything given Sunday. Not when it comes to Belichick and Brady, they are pissed. They are pissed. Um, let's take a look at the uh, Lions Chiefs game, which was actually really fun to watch. You know the 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 games in you London. You just like getting up early. I do like getting up. I love waking up and like there being football. I hate the London games. What? Why? From yeah, a fantasy, I don't like from a fantasy perspective, I had. I mean, uh, I was kind of screwing with. So I have this ritual where I get up on Sunday mornings, and see, we're on and the you west take coast a dump. here. We're on the west coast I mean, here. He drinks coffee and takes a dump, <laughs> and he does it every Sunday. <laughs> the morning. games all start at ten a.m. It's the only so time like, he poops every week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got out of bed. 
<laughs> Open ESPN app on my phone. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, you guys probably do the same thing. You get up and you know, and you and yeah. you're like nine between nine and ten. You're just refining. You're, sure, you're getting everything ready. Well. I get up and I, re, you know, I've been kind of screwing my lineup all week, and I realized that I left Macklin in my lineup, and I and I and I was just kind of like, because I I have Dez, and I'm thinking, you know, it's the Seahawks, should I play him or not? And I just kind of was, it's one of those, you know, how all week you're kind of experimenting. Yeah. Well, I wake up in the morning, and it's like, you know, almost halftime, and Macklin has, I think, a point or a point and a half, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. what did I just do? And. I am so lucky that they they pulled the Patriots and decided to burn the NFL down on that game because they just kept running up the score and somehow Macklin got is it the first touch second touchdown of the season I think for him yeah, second, second touchdown yeah, yeah, yeah. and that save it saved I mean it it, it didn't matter I still ended, I was going to win my week but it's it's. It sucks having those games start so early and not, I mean... Yeah, I don't like it. You have to be a very attentive fantasy football player, and I feel like I'm very attentive, and I missed that. If you're on the East Coast, good for you. Yeah. Totally fine. Welcome to the West Coast. You get a game starting at 9.30 a.m., we get games starting at 10 a.m. all the time. That's fantastic. You have games all day. Yeah. You're on the West Coast, like, so that's, we love our time difference out here. Like, yeah. we love it. We get morning football, it's great. But that sucks. I don't like it. I love it. I love. I, I set my alarm at five a.m. I get up five a.m. I do. I get up. I start watching the pregame show. Unreasonable. There's like people, and they they get show like clips of people in London all excited about football, and even those bad teams coming out to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Actually, they got a great game. That Bills a Jaguars game is a great game. Last totally. Week. Yeah. And that's why these games have been really enjoyable too. Like I, I, I really like it. I, I hope that we go to more of these kind of games. Yeah. So Alex Smith uh, must start every week. Hard pass. Hard, Hard pass. Charkandrick West. Now this is a question. I spent a lot of my fab budget on this guy. You did. And I picked him up. I have not played him not once. <laughs> I kind of probably should have last week and, and this week. But are you guys buying it? Is he going to be? He looks great. Week in and week he's out running starter. With, he's running um, with authority. He looks good. I think he's uh, matchup dependent play. Mm. I think if the Chiefs play a team that they are expected to crush, and the Lions are horrible, they're horrible this year. This is a great time to play Charkandrick. Uh, as you go forward, like if they're coming up against the Pats or something, you're not playing him because remember Andy Reid is this guy that gets super locked into one thing or another, so he'll pass all game or he'll run all game. So if they get behind, he's just going to ignore guys. That's why it's so frustrating to own any guy that's ever operating in Andy Reid offense. He's so stubborn. He's just like, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. Mm -hmm. So you've got... They kicked seven field goals that one game. not Penny's boat. And he's like, motherfucker, it is Penny's boat. (laughs) (laughs) So he, uh, you know, he's got in the high teens the last two two weeks in fantasy points. And he's going into a bye to Denver, San Diego, and Buffalo. Are oh, you, I'm not playing him. Are you unloading this guy right now? I mean, he's got two awesome weeks behind him. San Diego's being gashed a couple times, but I, I know. Yeah. But I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo's nothing to sneeze at. But I'm just saying. I mean, you got you got a bye week and then Denver. Yeah, it depends on what you can get. But how big your bench is too? Like in our league, our bench is huge. You stash him. You know, it's you don't need. We have like 20 spots on our what bench. What if you need to improve your team, Bobby? You drop Doug Martin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing worth mentioning in this game, Travis Kelsey finally getting into the end zone again. He had two touchdowns week one. uh, Hasn't been in the end zone since. Uh, Finally back. What a cock tease that first week was. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) You heard it here first. Travis Kelsey. Cock tease. Cock tease. (laughs) I'm a a Kelsey owner. uh, Tried to sell high after week one. No takers. Did you really? uh, You saw that coming. 
Well, I mean, obviously, I like Kelsey a lot. He's a he's a freak. If not for Andy Reid, if he was in another offense, this guy could be mini Gronk. He could have a Barnage type season if he were in the right. System. <laughs> I love that. That's a thing. Oh, that's a thing. It is. Do you guys? I mean, you guys agree? He's a monster when he gets the ball, but he never gets the ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is. I I just I don't trust their their pass game ever. Like I no. I, I never have. It's I like, benched him this week. Kel- I mean I couldn't. Casey was like super hot on Kelsey last year, and he did have a great run last year. But I was just like, I who don't. Did you, who did you bench him for? Uh, Gronk. But I have. Oh. I can use. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> correction, correction. I have a flex. I can play a tight end. I played Stephon Diggs over him. Okay, I'm on the Diggs well, train. You shouldn't be playing a tight end in your flex all ever. Digs, all day, all digs, all day. We're doing the air, dig, air dig, shuffling dig, right dig now. Oh, it's the all right, let's go to the next game. That's it. <laughs> right, uh, we got uh, the Bucks upsetting the Falcons. The Falcons are junk. They had the most misleading undefeated record of, up until a couple weeks ago. And they get beat by the Saints. They get beat by the Bucks. All right, Matt Ryan. 37 for 45, 109 QB rating, 397 yards. This guy is awful. <laughs> no, seriously, Matt Ryan is awful. This is the most misleading stat line of all time, and I'm. this is his entire season. Well, what you just said sounded pretty good. <laughs> no, he lost two fumbles, and he had a pick, and he continues to turn the ball over in the red zone. He kills this team. Yeah. He kills this team. He's not clutch. I mean, hey. A great fantasy day for the first time all year, right? Not elite. <laughs> Not elite. Great fantasy day until you consider that the two fumbles were lost in the interception. Probably cost you six points. Exactly. Depending. So, I mean... But he but he loses like six or seven points every week to, to turnovers. He just... I, I mean, has his arm strength always been this bad? Or is that just something that has come up because I own him and I'm he's under the microscope right now? <laughs> wait, wait, he's on your team? Yeah, but you're my like, Robert Shelley team. You're like That's why I person, fucking hate this hate guy. Matt Ryan more than anyone. Why is he on your team? <laughs> I was wondering. This is like an impassioned speech about how bad Matt Ryan is. Now it all makes sense. You're like Here, a beat housewife. You're just sticking with it. It is. Uh, <laughs> so I hate him and I own him, but I'm also a reasonable man. Uh, <laughs> That's right. You know I've said it before. I've said it before. But he's also one of these guys where you become so pot committed at some point, right? Like you have guys. You sound like Andre. Andre has used that term. (laughs) You're never pot committed. You are. But if you have. Okay, so. Only in a dynasty league are you pot committed to somebody. Well, it depends on your options on the waiver wire, right? Like I I was tempted to start Ryan Fitzpatrick this week over him and I didn't do it. Well, that's good because he only scored three points. I didn't. Yeah, okay. So. It's a good thing. Uh, it's starting to normalize a little bit. Like, we talked a little bit about Defonte Freeman and how this may not last forever. Yeah. And so, a little bit of normalization yeah, here. Yeah, we it's saw Julio get back to normal. This was like yep. a typical Julio game, which is great. It was Matt and Julio down by the schoolyard again. That's right. That's good. Can you can you check my stats here? I mean, uh, according to my, my numbers here... Uh, hmm. Devontae Freeman is 60 points ahead of the second best running back in the league. Yeah, I think that's right from what I've read. <sighs> Lord. Devontae Freeman is the number one running back in the league with 186 fantasy points in our league, followed by Mark Ingram yep. with 124. Verifying. That is... Verifying. You know Verifying. Who's, that is correct. The, it is a 62-point no, no, gap. Now, hold on, Bobby. Oh, I'm just, getting quizzed here. Just guess who the number three running back is. I'm guessing it's Doug Martin. Jaquiz. He's pretty close. <laughs> Doug Martin is the fifth best running back in the league. I know who it is, but I have the stats. He's super gritty. 
number three. looks like looks like he smokes a lot of weed. Super Danny Woodhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine a world where we're halfway through a season and in Danny Woodhead <laughs> is the third best running back in the football in NFL that football? That's crazy. And uh, number four, Matt Forte, going to be out for a while. Yep. And number six, Le'Veon yep. Bell, out for the year. Ooh. Poor Le'Veon. Spoiler alert. <laughs> guess guess who's a top? Guess who's the top ten running back right now? Justin Forsett. Yep. Is he really? Yeah. So he's turned it around. He has. Uh, there's just no one else doing anything. Yeah. yeah. Running backs are a shit show this year. It's horrible. It, do you think this is just where the league's going? Like, they've been kind of devaluing running backs over the last several years. Uh, the contract price tag's been going way down. Um, you know, there's just there's just less emphasis on it. And, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I think that this is the year that we've seen where your philosophy in drafting probably starts to shift, right? Yeah. I mean, we were joking about this before we started recording, but it's like Jamal Charles, Eddie Lacy, Le'Veon Bell. Of course, running backs are way more susceptible to injury, too. Yeah. And now Matt Forte is out, and C.J. Anderson was a bust, and Jeremy Hill's a bust. Those are six or seven guys that were very reasonably drafted in the first round of leagues. The only one still standing is like Adrian Peterson. He's, like, and uh, he's been kind of underwhelming. Like he's yeah. been fine, but he's not finding the end zone that much. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, if I could redraft again and it just, it just stinks because you do have to go for those running backs early, but it, cause like I'm, I'm so wide receiver heavy in both of my leagues. Like I've got tons of I've got wide receivers for days that are scoring like 10 to 20, sometimes 30 points a week. Um, but running backs are so hard to come by. So I, I can't really say that I wouldn't go for running backs early anyways, but so they're hard to come by. Yeah. Would you believe that uh, you dropped the 16th best running back <laughs> about last week? Who? Uh, David Johnson. Oh, screw David Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's misleading. You oh, love, is it? You love oh, is David it? Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. He's the 16th best running back in the football. Because he had like two good games. He's like, we're so it's it's so thin out there. We need these running backs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, he's like an RB two to me. I mean, guess who, guess who picked him up? Did you? Yeah, I picked him up. You would. He's the 16th best running back in football. Hey, why well, don't you, why don't you start him and see how that goes for you, Casey? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You're number. 24 running back and a half point PPR is Theo Riddick. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, it's 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 crazy. What a shit show. Shane Vereen. <laughs> it is terrible. Shane Vereen is on is on waivers, has been dropped in my league, and he is number 20. I hate this season. Yeah. It's 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 been <laughs> Shane a weird number season. 20. I, yeah. I dropped him. And it's I been also I think the most injury depleted season I've ever seen. Yeah. Especially yeah. after this week. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right, what's the next game, Bobby? Yeah, we got we to get it moving. Um, Chargers, Ravens. This was a, actually a really fun game to watch. Really, really close game. Uh, I thought it was going to uh, to overtime until Tucker just nailed that field goal to seal How it How about up. that dance? I love Tucker. <laughs> I, I, I haven't Tucker's seen a lot amazing. of kickers do dances before, Dude, but that was interesting. He's awesome. Heidi Heidi made me watch this like video. It was like this kind of mini documentary on him, about ten minutes long, fifteen minutes long. Yeah, I saw the same thing. <laughs> he's a weird guy. He he like sang opera in college, and he does like voice impressions, and he's like super <laughs> wacky, but he's hilarious. I love that guy. Plus, he's had many games like this. So he scored seventeen fantasy points today or uh, this week. Um, Twenty in my league. Oh, yeah. you, guys, you guys must have like a threshold or something for... Uh, we get more points for how long the yardage is. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's had he's had actually several games, not just this year, but I, I think last season he had a seven field goal game uh, for for the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's awesome. He's definitely a, a good kicker to have. In fact, I'd rather have him over Gus Gaskin. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> but the question is, would you trade DeMarco Murray for Justin Tucker? <laughs> Close, but no. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, only my only advice for Gaskowski. Um, Rivers just continues to torch the league. Three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he's, yeah, he's on. He's on pace for the most yards ever in a season. It's crazy because I, I and I can't remember the exact stats, but it's like he has like fifteen. Uh, his stats are insanely better than Peyton Manning's. Yeah, and Peyton Manning is seven and zero. Yeah, <laughs> or eight and zero. Oh, no, seven and zero. Do they have a uh, seven and zero? Oh. Seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, and it, it's just so bizarre. I mean, Phil Rivers is killing it right he's now. He's your number two fantasy quarterback, right behind Tom Brady. Well, they have they have no run game, and I think that's the problem. Uh, you know, yeah, the run game is Danny Woodhead. Yeah, and he gets Danny. It gets credited to they Phil Rivers the because the best running back in the league, Bobby. Yeah, but those are those are all receptions. That's that's what's up. Man. They're receiving Double touchdowns. Dip. They're yeah. This is some Deion Lewis shit right there. It is Deion Lewis shit. Danny Woodhead was horrible in this game. Though. Yeah, he did nothing. But Can we have a moment of silence for uh, Danny Woodhead for Melvin Gordon? No. Oh, for Keenan Allen? No. For who? Come on. Steve Smith Sr. Oh, it's this game. Oh. So I'm, I'm going to play taps in the podcast here. <laughs> I'm going to put taps in. That's enough. <laughs> Ice up, son. Ice up. You know, there's... there's, there's <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Steve Smith. There's rumors that he's going to come back next year because he of how better. he went out. He better. He better. Like 37 years old, just killing it again. He was oh going god. off. He was, he going was off on pace season. for another 1,000 plus yards. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I think like 1,200, 1,300. And he was just smoking fools. Like, that's just what he does. But he's also, he's just, so actually, his agent was leaking this week that he was going to come back next season. Uh, they were talking about it before the game, and then he, he goes yeah. out. So. Yeah. But it's so it's so hard someone that age trying to come back from it's an Achilles right yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's so rough to come back from I, I mean know. if anyone can do it not, yeah. not Mr. To, Smith not to relate to basketball but like we all saw how horrible Kobe was last year trying to come back after that you don't heal as fast at that no. age you know it's at that age he's probably our age right <laughs> so Flacco uh, Flacco's actually got a, he, Flacco's quietly got a good year going on right now fantasy wise <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not actual football wise. They won a game. That's good. <laughs> uh, they did. Second win. Congratulations. Yeah. There you go. A little golf, golf clap for the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, is Kamar Aiken a big pickup? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think so, for sure. Number yeah. one wide receiver now. I also think there's probably going to be some added value to Crockett Gilmore. Uh, you know, Gilmore's been uh, you know pretty pretty solid this season. He got a, I think he got a touchdown this game. Um, but he's was, no Barnage. But, he's he's no Barnage, but he is a big dude, and I think they're going to have to rely on him more with Steve Smith out. He's going to definitely did, be. Did a red Gilmore zone get guy. one target for a touchdown? He did. He got like one one target, one catch, one touchdown. Uh, that ain't your style, Bobby. Oh, two catches. Two catches. Actually. Oh, there two, we go. Whoa, two catches, eight yards. On the okay, there you go. <laughs> big distinction there. No, I hate I hate those kind of numbers. But that I'm, was just for the well actually crowd. What I'm <laughs> Well, actually, what, <laughs> what I was going to say is that I, I think his volume is going to increase with Steve Smith out. It, it, it can't, you know, it's of course it's going to. Also, I think maybe Forsett will see him get more involved in the passing game. Yeah, for I sure. I hope so. That's been the weirdest thing yeah. is you get Mark Trestman coming over. It's, he's the reception to running back whisperer, right? Every yeah. single offense he does. And, and Forsett is actually on pace for quite a few less receptions than he had uh, the year before. So it's been surprising. But as we said, you know, he's a number nine 
running back in fantasy right now. I think he's giving dividends. He's had a couple big weeks, but uh, yeah, this game is almost a disaster. He managed to salvage a little bit out of it, but yeah. like eight points, still pretty pretty big bust. Yeah. Um, let's look at the Minnesota Chicago game. Vikings Bears. This game's all about my boy Diggs. I <laughs> Stefan Diggs, superstar. I was dancing in my living room when he got that touchdown. Me too. I was like Diggs, 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 Diggs. <laughs> Diggs hey, Statman, can you do me a like, just a rough estimate if he doesn't get that pass and run and touchdown? What does he end up with for the day? Uh, it was a 40-yard catch, so, <laughs> so he four, ends so ten, up at, at uh, with, seven, seven and a half points without that. Okay. If you're in a half-point PPR. So I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But with that catch, so he, he was almost the first rookie since, like, I don't even know when, uh, to, to get three 100-yard uh, games in a row. Oh. Uh, probably A.J. Green? Uh, maybe. I think I remember that stat from a while ago, but maybe wrong about that. I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was farther back than that, but but he he was five yards short. But still, it's he's having a pretty impressive season. Amari Cooper's gotten a lot more hype this year uh, as far as rookie wide receivers go. But Diggs is actually per game uh, started. He's actually put posting up better numbers. Yeah, so he, he is uh, averaging one hundred and four point eight yards per game, Ooh. which is very Odell esque from last year. I mean, is this guy this year's Odell Beckham, meaning a guy that was on waiver wires, missed the first half of the, or first part of the season like Odell did last year. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns, so he hasn't had the same kind of touchdown output. But I mean... Well, he's got Bridgewater thrown to him. Dude. What's, hey, what's wrong with Bridgewater? Hey, Teddy. Teddy's really something, but he throws for like 150 yards a game. He's not Eli. Is he really something? <laughs> I, I love Bridgewater. I really? Mean, I do. I don't love him for fantasy, but I, I actually like, I really like him. I think that he's going to develop into a, a really great quarterback. Um, but if you have like Eli who throws like 400 yards a game, tossing it out there, that's, I mean, you can catch three touchdowns in yeah. one game, like yeah. OBJ. The, the thing that I would slow your roll with, with Stefan Diggs is... Bridgewater, yeah, and that is there is one quarterback like kind of I would you know like starting playing weekly in the entire league that is worse than Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> is it Peyton? That's <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is the second worst quarterback in the NFL football what, league. What in metric? Fantasy. What metric? Based on I'm, what? Oh, in fantasy uh, overall scoring. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, that's why I said I didn't like him for fantasy. Bridgewater. But yeah. you have to imagine that bleeds over into Diggs. I mean, you, you've got, I mean, you've got basically the worst quarterback fantasy-wise yeah. throwing to you, yeah. to your guy. I mean, are you, you can't imagine this is going to keep yeah, up. But this guy's still producing even in that environment. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's, it's one of these offenses, like, we always look at teams where there's really only one or two fantasy-relevant guys. I think it's not so much that Diggs is going to fall off. I think it's that Mike Wallace is now irrelevant. Right. And Charles yeah. Johnson was already irrelevant, but yeah. he is. He's the only startable receiver in that Minnesota offense. And you're still starting Adrian Peterson every week because he's Adrian Peterson. But, I mean, four weeks, how can you not ignore the numbers? And also just look at this guy. Like, yeah, maybe you can say, what if he didn't catch that? But he did catch it, and he did make a he's sick move moves. at the end oh. to get into the end zone. Like, he's a freak athlete. Dude, he looks like a Madden game come to life. It's amazing. I'm buying. And, and I think everything is still a little conservative on him. Like, if you read uh, Roto World or Roto Wire or any of those, you'll see a lot of advice that, yeah, this is a wide receiver two, wide receiver three. No, I value this guy as a one slash two for the rest of the year. I really do. I would sell high. 
Well, and, uh, what is well? Uh, that's he, so he's going against St. Louis next week. Go to hell. <laughs> at hey, Minnesota so, on the road. St. Louis is different than St. Louis at home, and they're tougher against the rush than they are than the pass. And so then they play the Raiders. You have to throw it to get around the the front seven. So I I just think that Diggs is going to have a Casey week. says sell high. We'll find out who's who's right. Bobby is saying Diggs catches eight balls next week, hundred plus yards. And a touchdown. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I don't like to be the super forward-looking guy, but if you are in a position where you might be in the playoffs, you might be in the semis, you might be in the finals, Stephon Diggs plays the Chicago Bears in Minnesota in Week 15, which is your semifinal week, and in Championship Week, he plays the Giants at home. That means I'm playing him against you in That's- the championship, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it on. Um, uh, Forte is down. Who are you replacing? Oh, Langford, man. That guy's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the waiver. People are talking There's about There's going to be so much fab budget spent this week, oh, guys. I, I don't even... Everyone's going to empty the bank. I know. Like, D'Angelo Williams, I, I had a guy in our league two weeks, three weeks ago, spend $96 of... His of his budget on Charcantic West. <laughs> well, it's paid off if he started in the past two weeks. He, that that guy unfortunately also had Le'Veon Bell, so he oh, is woof. <laughs> just oh, boys. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. The uh the Bears they actually have been looking like a football team recently. They don't they're not playing terribly. Cutler's not really cutlering too much. Uh <laughs> they look I, I think they look like a football team. I, Alshon's back, he's healthy. Uh, you know, with Forte getting hurt, that's unfortunate. But I, I think Cutler's been playing more respectable football than he's played in years. I, I think he got put through the that, ringer that last year. Throw that that connection to Alshon oh, that he had. Incredible. I mean, amazing so throw, amazing catch. It was uh, very, very impressive for sure. Cutler's not bad from a fantasy perspective. No. It's hard. It, sometimes no. you got to separate the, you know, the dumb shit that he does in the game and and. Uh, I like Cutler on a personal level. I don't have a problem with it. I, he, I like Kristen Calaveri on a personal <laughs> level. <laughs> you say Calaveri? Calaveri. You dyslexic. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not up on my... Gosh, you don't even Laguna. know. You don't, even you know, don't know, know his wife's name? I'm not up Come on my Laguna Hills <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Arizona Cardinals over the Cleveland Browns, 34 to 20. Uh, oh, Browns, you were so close. They were. They, Why? I was surprised at the the fight the Browns actually put up, uh, but you really can't keep a good Barnage down. It's like I always say. <laughs> All right. It's time for Gary Barnage trivia. Gary Barnage trivia is back. Do 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 the Gary Barnage song, Bobby. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Wait, Barnage, 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 Barnage. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting really creative on here. We got new segments too. <laughs> We've had uh, a few more beers than we usually do. Uh, at this all right. Uh, I just want to say that Gary Barnage says, "I hope everyone has a happy Halloween, and if taking kids or going yourself trick or treating, have fun." Be safe. Aww, he's such a good he's, guy. He's a, really, guy. he's a really nice guy. He's okay. still down to earth. He he, the fame hasn't gone to his head. Hey, Shades Barnage. Shades <laughs> Barnage. I'm Shades. just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Other 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 podcasts are calling him uh, Barnkowski. I think Shades Barnage. I like Shades, Shades Barnage. Is cool. Shades Barnage. Is That's, ours. That's ours. That's ours. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the here's the uh, the question on October 28th from Barnage. What connection does the movie Halloween and Psycho have in relation to the actors slash actresses? 
I know this. Oof. It is Jamie Lee Curtis's aunt. Ooh, so close. So close. <laughs> what, what, so close. So is it her mom? Mom. Oh, wow. I did not know that. You would not have gotten to go see I was Goosebumps. Pretty which close. is undeniably the movie they went and saw. Wait, they saw that last week. He took him to the same movie twice? Uh, I don't know what he would take him to. Oh, what you else? The Last Witch Hunter. I was just saying, uh, last witch, I was just saying <laughs> Halloween. Like, what else would they go see? All right. You're right. They did go see Goosebumps. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's That's your answer. Great. We That's love your Barnes trivia. We love Gary Barnes. Uh, and I, I, and I love back that, at it. I love that he's just continuing to torch the NFL. It's like he's on. He's on. Belichick and Brady are on their little reign of terror, but Barnes is on his one man <laughs> reign of terror. He's like a barn burner. No more will I be an unknown tight end. Like they were. Everybody was projecting them to just get torched. People were saying they weren't going to even get into the end zone, and. I mean, Barnage, he freaking got in. He just yeah. does it. On pace for 1,100 yards, 12 touchdowns. Dude, he's stone cold. I wish I would have taken him. I wish I would have taken that trade offer. Weber offered me Barnage for Fuck you. For you Graham. offered it to me. I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cardinals, uh, they look good. I mean, Chris Johnson, 30 carries for 109 yards. He didn't get in the end zone. It's insane, man. But 30 carries, that's great. There, there's an interesting, I can't remember the exact stat, but it's I, he's got... More for the for over thirty, I think he has he's close to reti- about to tie the record for most one hundred yard games for a running back over thirty. Wow, Whoa. in a season, that's what happens when you get shot in the offseason. Or maybe maybe it was like a, a who owns a, a it? String like of Fred games. Taylor? No, I can't remember. Fred Taylor rushed until he was like thirty nine. So. <laughs> no, he didn't. Did no, he really? Uh, like thirty five, thirty six. Wow. Yeah. So we've got like um, another five years of CJ. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One <laughs> K. He, uh, dude, I he's think on he's pace, a top five. He's, he's top five right he's now, right? He's on pace for yeah. uh, 1,350 yards. That's outstanding. I mean, this is... That's a fantasy whiff that I regret. I mean, it's one of those things where when, when yeah, all I that was going down, I'm like, I don't care about I'm, Chris Johnson. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. You can definitely be biased against the old people. It's the reason that many of us that are good fantasy players that are having shitty seasons passed on Larry Fitzgerald, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You know, Chris Johnson is one of these guys where someone spent, you know, $30 of their fab budget on him or whatever, and I'm like, I'm not even putting in a claim. Yeah. Whoops. Oh my gosh! If you if I, could, if I had Chris Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald and Carson Palmer, I would just be like the best. <laughs> be crushing it. How good was John Brown this week? Because I started him. Uh, here's what Bruce Arians says about that. Uh, he was asked, "Is he like about fuck it. fantasy football?" <laughs> and he that said, what he, was? "He said tough shit." <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I love that. And also from a football perspective, I actually do support that decision, uh, given that, you know, the Cardinals have a bye next week and let's get them healthy and that's fine. Michael Floyd picked up the the slack. Yeah, and did. that's, you know, Michael Floyd, uh, if we're talking about sell high on a guy. Sneaky. I mean, this guy's got touchdowns in a few of the last games, right? I mean, yeah. maybe he, if you got an unsuspecting owner. He was my darling last year. I was like, I, I had him on all my drafts. I'm like, I'm getting Michael Floyd. And he just busted out last year like in a bad way yeah not a good way (laughs) (laughs) don't be mistaken please (laughs) um carson palmer still crushing it yeah he had close to 40 40 points i mean his week was definitely overshadowed by uh a couple of the games we're going to talk about later on but or one of the games we're going to talk about later on but that's 40 points is nothing to sneeze at 
Dude, he's your number three fantasy quarterback. 40 points. Where are you getting those numbers? He had like 30, 37 points, right? This I got, is I got the, 29. This is the craziest okay. season. Phillip Rivers is number two. Carson Palmer is number three. Neither of those guys were drafted as stars this year. They just weren't. If you got Rivers as a starter, he was you You took quarterback last. Yeah. You waited. Yeah. This is in our league. Well, I don't know. I know because Heidi played him well, against me. I, you know, this happened last week. I was pulling these numbers off NFL.com when they were apparently wrong last week. They're like a week, week off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFL.com is the worst. It's the worst app. We are not sponsored by NFL.com. No. <laughs> we should do anti-sponsor ads on this web, on this podcast. <laughs> we're, talk shit on, we're talking yeah. shit on the ESPN. Hey, let's really. take a look at uh, Houston's Titans. Texans just uh, beat up the, t- the Titans. Mettenberger is not an NFL caliber quarterback, and the Texans showed it. Um, Brian Hoyer continues to be a fantasy star. He's keeping me in my third league in a, just the most bizarre way. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's giving me just decent numbers every week. He's all doing great. garbage yeah. time all day. I know. Yep. And Nate Washington. Nate Washington, uh, he's not a flash in the pan. He looks like he's emerging as a solid WR2. Do you have his number of targets available to you or no? Uh, I don't have that. I mean, he's got four receptions. I can, I can get curious. it real quick. I'm curious. You know, he was a hot pickup before this week too. I think a lot of people <laughs> and everyone. Pa- I mean, we would have passed on it. We were like, said. "Oh, it's not going to happen." Yeah, was, so he had he had six targets. See, he's actually that's low for him because he's been getting about eight targets a game all season. Yeah. Well, for the last like five games, um, and they're there's, only going to pass more. They don't got they don't got any exactly. Yeah. Anymore, I, you know. I think that's the lesson from this game is that they're going to be playing for behind a lot. Now they didn't this game, mm-hmm. but in the future they will. And there's enough targets to go around to. Support Two receivers in this offense. It bums me out because I'm like a like a lifetime De- DeAndre Hopkins subscriber. So, <laughs> dude, DeAndre Hopkins is still on pace for 1,700 yards. Woo! I, I like well, it. I think. I mean, if I could, you know, I, I, a real scenario I think could happen here is you see Nate Washington and him. I mean, they're not going to obviously even out, yeah. but I mean, teams are planning. They're covering. <laughs> you see what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins, and that's what's helping so, Nate Washington. You see a touchdown though. Yeah, DeAndre's touchdown. He's a freak. I mean, dude, that guy was covered. Hey, he's he's such a beast, and he's not like a huge guy either. He's not like that Dez, like that just monstrous. He's just I love he's so good. I mean, he's a big guy, but he's not huge. I love these freaks talking about him, Scott. <laughs> I, I, I love him too. Really like him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. I love these like freak athlete wide receivers that have the most terrible quarterbacks throwing it at them and they still produce. This is a Josh Gordon. It's effect. Josh Gordon, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. It's the like, Justin Blackman. Oh, Justin Blackman. Oh, we miss I you. Remember oh. you. <laughs> it's so hard will to you say goodbye. <laughs> this could be a real theme of our podcast. <laughs> We're need, we need Sarah McLaughlin drop for next week. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what, Justin? Justin Blackman's loss is uh, our Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson. That doesn't make any sense, but you know what I'm saying. I <laughs> totally. Could you imagine it. if Justin Blackman was on that team Jeez. right now? <laughs> Those three wide receivers uh, and and now Julius Thomas. Yeah. I mean, it's, wow. Blake Bortles. A dynasty in the Every making, I, I might say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll talk about Blake Bortles in a couple minutes. But um, all right, now we're gonna get to the game of the week: the Giants like that oh (laughs) (laughs) we're looking at the giant saints this was just a barn burner my name's drew and i like to party (laughs) (laughs) my name is the saints and the giants and we don't like to play defense (laughs) this was the ugliest like stupidest game but it was so much fun to watch 
Good God. 13 touchdowns combined. Passing. Oh, passing. NFL record, right? Yeah. NFL record for most touchdowns in a game. And almost went to overtime. How amazing would that have been? I, I wanted to. He could have got eight. That's that's what I was rooting for. Breeze takes down seven. Eli gets uh, seven. And then uh, they went on the Kai Forbath field goal. Start your Kai Forbath. <laughs> <laughs> I started Drew Breeze this week. You have chosen wisely. And wow. uh, he was on a lot of benches this week. I started him this week, and would you know it that he had more points than Andre's entire team this week? That's crazy. <laughs> the team that I lost to last week. I didn't. I knew that he scored more than Andre's team, but I forgot that you had Breeze <laughs> and Andre beat you last week. Like, that's a, that's irony. That's yeah. crazy. All right, so this this brings up something that that I saw this week. All right, so last week we did. Wait, wait are we doing the? Is this? What what are we doing? The drop is this this guy is this a stat lab? Sure, you can do it. Let's do a little stat lab here. We, hey, we the fans love it. Process. Welcome to Professor Weber's stat lab. Here you will gain access to his vastly superior fantasy intellect and intuition. Should you start Sam Bradford? Start Sam. Start Sam. Start 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 start. Fatal error detected. All right. Last week, we discussed a very good roster that could have netted you 25 total points. Uh, This week, let's talk about a roster that could have gotten you 245 fantasy points. A real, like, an actual roster. Someone that might have actually had Very feasible roster that you could have had. Okay? That seems a little bit much. Nope. Here we go. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, You have Drew Brees at quarterback. Yep. 49 points. And we're, do, we're doing kind of like, obviously, it can mess around with the scoring settings. Yeah, standard like this, but So you're doing standard this scoring? Is, this is a half-point PPR. Okay, I wanted perfect. to adjust it to kind of our league and what we talk about. You got Breeze. You got Odell, 36 points. You got uh, AJ Green, 24 points. Okay, there's your first three-round draft picks right there. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That's very reasonable okay. that you could have gotten. Uh, you have uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Who yep. got 26 points. <laughs> Okay, there's probably your fifth round draft pick right there. You got Charkandrick. You picked him up. 20 yep. points. You got Edelman. That's 24 points. Who was going in the seventh round. Yep. yep. You got Ben Watson. You picked him up off waivers. <laughs> he dropped 26 <laughs> points. You got Justin Tucker, 20 points. And again, in my league, yep. uh, we get extra points for yardage, so we'll leave that. And you, Houston defense, 20 points. That is a very real team. Very real <laughs> wow. team. 245 points. I've actually never seen a team break the 200-point barrier in any of my leagues I have ever. never seen it. Le- uh, league record in our league is uh, 189 points. And so you... <laughs> that's a real team. That's, that- that's a very real team that someone out there has that just destroyed people this week. Oh, wow. That's... Uh, that's someone's FanDuel team that just made Sundays a whole lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine, like, you... Uh, not only that, but you have a team... I mean, your team was probably used to scoring around, you know, 120 points a week. Yeah. 100 to 120. And you just got 140 points extra on top of that towards your end-of-the-year total. Yep. In well, one week. Well, in both of our leagues, too, we have that bonus for most points scored, so... That's I mean, what I'm saying, oh, yeah. That's huge. Wow. Uh well, it, was a, it was a fun game. Just Back to the game. Moral of the story is uh, just drop all your uh, Giants running backs. 
<laughs> you don't need any of them. Yeah, it's, it's a disaster. It's that's just a, a death zone. Get away. Uh, I mean, Chamberine. I guess eight receptions, touchdown. He's still. Yeah, but he next um, week. Next week he'll have two catches and like thirteen yards. I don't trust him. No. but he's a he's a stash. I'll, I'll put it that way. He's an emergency start. I don't mind him for an emergency start. He, that's a, yeah, that's like a lottery ticket. You're just like hoping. <laughs> uh, dirty ODB. He's back. He is back. Lining up in the slot. Same play. <laughs> it yeah. was good. I like his little dance, too. He kind of does, like, Gangnam style or something. <laughs> no, it was Michael Jackson combined with the with uh, Whip Nene. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Yeah. So, um, I got a friend that uh, has Willie Sneed on their team. It was me, and I dropped him. No, I'm not talking. Oh, that's a different that. league. Wait, you're really, you're really defensive, Bobby. Drops <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Yes, Casey, I've dropped every good player. I get it. No, oh, no. I've dropped a lot of players who then followed up with like 20 plus points that the next week. So Did you drop Drew Brees? Did you drop? I no. Drew Brees. no, I didn't. So there's been a few players this year, and and I'll be honest, these are these guys are on my team, but it's players like uh, Kendall Wright and Willie Sneed where. So Willie Sneed had that, you know, a 12-point game, then a 17-point game, and I'm like, I got to pick this guy up off waivers. So I pick him up off waivers. He hits me with a 7-point game. Week after that, hits me with a 4-point game. Mm-hmm. And you go, I got to bench this guy because it's just not working out. Yeah. <laughs> then he throws down a 20-burger on me. It hurts. What, uh, what do you guys do with the, like, uh, you talk a lot about, like, how what's happening right here and now is it more indicative of what's going to happen yes. in the future. Yes, yes. So when you when you see him, you know, throwing up double digit points and then you play him for two weeks and they're in the low single digit points, what do you do? Are you sticking with him then or or, or do you go, are you staying? I got to pull him out. Well, obviously, you know, I dropped him, but I, I didn't drop him because I didn't like him. I had I have like five or six wide receivers that are good for 15 to 20 points a game in that league. So I, <laughs> it's like, I just, it's just automatic. You know, well, hey, it's it. true. Give me a break. But I, but I don't have running back. So I, I had to give up somebody. So I'm not, wait, so you did drop Willie Sneed in yeah. our league? <laughs> no, no, not our league in, in, in uh, okay. uh, the uh, Galaxy but Quest League. I like, I've had this problem all year where I've, I've literally had a guy score 20 fantasy points or more on my bench every single week, costing me wins every week. And it's like, I'll play Kendall Wright for two weeks, and he's getting me single digits, and I will bench him, and he'll get me 25 points. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> Honestly, part of that is just the nature of fantasy. Right? It's so tough. I'm unlucky? Yeah, a little bit. Really? I, I mean, I mean, there's we all know there's a lot of skill to fantasy football, but there's also a tremendous amount of luck. Like, you could have had an amazing draft, and your entire team could be on IR right now because of what, of what we've Pretty talked cool, about. Yeah. And you can also have guys that you know should have been great and for some reason are just horrible this year like Eddie Lacy. I mean, yep. there, there's a lot of luck to this as well, and we love to go every single week and try and pick the, the breakouts and stuff like that. But, like, you are going to bench guys that are going to blow up. There's a lot of people who had Drew Brees on their bench this week, and for a good reason. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he had about. He had I mean, a good matchup last week yeah. and played bad. He was like three percent started in uh, daily fantasy. Like only three percent of like hundreds of thousands of users. Yeah. <laughs> you had said that you would one hundred percent start Brian Hoyer over Drew Brees last week. Not this week. It was week before. <laughs> no, I know. But, but what was the, what exactly was the difference between last week and this week? Well, because he was playing the Giants. I knew this oh. was going to happen this oh, week. Oh, really? No. <laughs> Nobody knew this. I mean, I, that, I mean, that's part of it, right? <laughs> that's part of it. You got you got to get lucky. 
lucky. But it's like it's it's like I, the reason we go back and like I'm a I'm a beaten and battered housewife, and that's why I talk about Matt Ryan, and he's like you know a guy that I'm pot committed to, right? That's like a real thing, right? Sometimes like if you have Drew Brees and you drafted him high and you're stuck with him and there's crap on the waiver wire, maybe you started him this week and you got lucky. But if you were active and you picked up other guys to try and solve your problem, then you probably had him on your bench, right? And that's one of those things where like you probably made the right decision, but you have the wrong result. It's good pro- It's good process, bad results. You and go. you'd rather have that than have bad process, good results because one is sustainable and the other one is not. I like that. that makes me feel a lot better because I definitely have a really good like process. That. That's a little statement from my old baseball writing career that <laughs> I used to say all the time. Good process, bad results. I, I just tend to not buy into the being pot committed just to people. Like, obviously, I'm a drop-happy kind of guy. Uh, if somebody's not performing, I'm like, well, that's fine. There's 10 more of you on the board I can pick up. Um, you know, I just, I don't sweat it and I, i'm i'm you know fairly successful at fantasy football <laughs> so on nfl.com one one if not the only good thing about nfl.com fantasy football is they do uh on top of your weekly standings they actually give several different categories of how team how teams are being managed and played do you have have you used the scott at all i've never used nfl.com so like they actually have a stat called coach and it shows you basically it says the points you've left on the board by your bench, hmm. by you not playing your optimal lineup based on the players that you had. Okay, right. I am in dead last in that league. <laughs> um, the first place team has only left 76 points on their bench all season long. Wow. That's Andre's team. <laughs> what? That's, it is mind-blowing. So his that's starters, actually in, his that's starters, insane. His he's, starters aren't scoring, he's but his bench isn't either. He's optimally starting his best team and averaging like <laughs> 70 like points, a game. points a week. What? I don't even know how that's possible. Oh, fuck. I, on the that, other hand... I'm sorry, that's... It's that's one of the most mind-blowing things poor I've Andre. ever heard. It's, ever. It's not, isn't that... I lose... I, I, I leave a minimum of 30 points on my bench every single week. <laughs> we are eight weeks in. So he's only, That's he's insane. leaving, he's leaving less than 10 points a week on his bench. Oh my God. <laughs> less than 10 points. Expert. <laughs> so Andre just killing it with 76. God. Me in dead last with a differential of 278 points. Ooh. What is that divided by eight? What's it? What's that divided by eight? Roughly. 270. Yeah. Uh, uh, three and three and a quarter. Yeah, thirty-five for a week. So I mean, and like that. that's a major. I mean, that's that that's game-winning weeks that I'm leaving oh, week yeah. in and week out. I mean, oof, that's so you're saying it's unlucky. I'm a good coach. I'm saying mis- I just mismanaged. I, just I mean, what, to... what's the premise of this podcast? We're all good fantasy players that are having bad seasons, right? right. There's there's luck to fantasy football. There is. That 278 points, that might be more points than Andre has scored all season from his starting lineup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. Oh, God. Uh, All right, next game. Let's move on. Uh, So the the Bengals-Steelers game, this game was just ugly. It wasn't fun to watch. Uh, It was a defensive kind of game. Big Ben didn't get it going. Yeah, he looked like shit. Nobody really got it going. We only got, uh, what, one passing touchdown on each side, so neither neither quarterback did the job. You know who did get it going? AJ Green. (sighs) So I would like to hear, I mean, hey... It's been a week. We've all had time to digest this this the infamous trade. <laughs> um, you let let's just hear what like let's let's hear you out. Like what what do you have to say about your Antonio Gates for 
AJ Green when you already have Tyler Eifert on your team? So I actually got trolled uh, by someone in in uh, this league. Me and Heidi are in a league. It's a couples league, and uh, we usually just let the girls do all the work, right? And so, but me and my good friend Phil are are in the league, and Phil sends a trade offer to us. And it was, uh, we have A.J. Green in that league. And he sent me a trade. It was Delaney Walker for A.J. Green. And he sends it to Heidi. He says, Heidi, go ahead and put this through. You know Bobby's good for it. (laughs) 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 So all I can say is it was a moment of temporary insanity. Now, no, to be fair, you did say that. Mm -hmm. But one of the last things you said last week is that you felt that you would be vindicated. Mm. How do you feel today? Vindicated. <laughs> Dashboard style. Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Look, I, 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 have, no, <laughs> I have no attachment to AJ Green. I, I, I'm not going to... I would have lost this week even if I did start AJ Green. So I'm not, and last week as well, so I'm not really worried about it. There's an interesting fun fact, if you will. Okay. Hmm. Um, AJ Green had more points this week than any of your wide receivers on your team. Dude, are you just going to do research into, into trolling me? <laughs> This is like a 10-minute troll session. You know what, Casey? Suck it. (laughs) Suck it hard. AJ Green, you can suck it too because you've let me down many times and I'm not buying your shit anymore. (laughs) This was more of a resentment. I've been cursed ever since I took AJ Green over Peyton Manning last year in the first round. And I'm done with him. So you're just wiping the slate clean. I had to to get the monkey off my back. It's like I was... I had a curse. It had to go. I have one last stat for you. Oh, here we go. AJ Green... On, on pace for the most yards of his entire career. <laughs> <laughs> on pace for 1,500 yards. Oh. All right. All right, so... All right, we're done with, we're done with that. Um, Spend all your fab money on D'Angelo Williams. Yes, absolutely. You He's got, this the number one pickup this week for me. Absolutely. Yeah. He, w- he was outstanding in relief of Le'Veon in the beginning of the season. And, uh, I mean... Outstanding in this game, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Nine carries, 71 yards. Eight yards per carry. Yep. So we're going to do a segment this uh, this week called Diamond in the Rough. Are we doing it now, or does it need to happen at the same time? Because I actually have my Diamond in the Rough right now. Uh, we passed mine earlier, but... Um, oh, just a, so you want to wait to do them all at the end? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, let's cool. finish, finish recap. We'll you do it you can end. just cut that part. I ain't cutting that. <laughs> this um, is rubbish alley, Bobby. <laughs> we ain't cut shit. We're going to have to trim a lot. We're going way over. We're not trimming anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trim my foreskin uh, <laughs> all right so taking a look at the uh, 49ers rams game this went just about exactly as everyone expected the 49ers looked terrible shit the, show the rams this game is a shit show rams defense looked amazing todd Gurley continues to be a god among men uh incredible kaepernick's getting benched that's he is that's the For word on Blaine the street gabbert yeah who is one of wait is so, that official it's uh, it's un, like he got the buzz he didn't even get the, you know how like when a when like a coach is like doing really shitty and the and they talk to the GM and he's like what do you think about this and he won't like even give them vote of confidence like the vote of confidence is like the kiss kiss of death right but they're like Colin Kaepernick is our starting quarterback and they move on okay that means that dude is fucked like it's coming yeah he didn't uh, the Niners coach Jim. Tom Sula. Yeah, Tom Sula. He didn't even say that this week. He wouldn't even endorse it. He's like, I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. He's done, son. That shit's over. Apparently, they had a fight at a spaghetti dinner. Did you guys hear about this? Oh, my God. Was it at Spaghetti Factory? (laughs) I I think it might have been. He was like, fuck you. That's my Mazithra cheese. I'm eating the whole plate. You don't get any. Dude, no, seriously. The team went to to like a spaghetti dinner, and they got a fight. Someone threw a plate on the ground. I guess people... Yeah, so like... 
several of the guys want Kaepernick benched that are on the team, and some guys have been like telling, leaking it out of the, the organization that he's going to be benched. It's, you not, know, it's not a, a when, but or there's if, but no a question he's more talented than Blake Gabbard, who is. Uh, Blaine Gabbard is statistically one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history. Yeah. He is. Uh, however, the mental break might be good for him at this point. And I think that that's probably the argument that, right. that you can say. He is just, uh, he's wrecked. He's it's, wrecked. It's crazy the regression we see in some of these guys. You know, I mean, he was a star. Uh, I think his, his second year when he was with the 49ers, uh, he, he yeah. was, I mean, just just insane. He, I mean, he's got a rocket for an arm. Uh, he, he can run. He can kill you on the ground. And... It's just it's just so weird. A lot of the buzz from underground is saying that he uh, has lost confidence in himself, and he's like doesn't won't talk to anyone else on the team. He's like, and they said he needs to get his head straight. And you can tell everybody. I'd like <laughs> I'd like to see him go to the Jets, but they aren't going to pick up that contract. I think Kaepernick uh, may close out his career with the Niners, but I think he'll be a successful quarterback in the NFL after that. What about the wa- the Washington team that RG three was throwing for? You think RG3 could go to the Jets? No, I'm saying that Cap could go to Washington. Kirk Cousins Mm. is awesome. You'd like that? You like like that? that? You like that? Hey, before we move on, Nick Foles is the worst quarterback in fantasy football. All right, what's the next (laughs) fantasy? Literally. Is he owned in any leagues? You own him. I, I had it played in one week. <laughs> you son of a bitch, you deserve it. I had Peyton Manning. You deserve I had Peyton it. Manning this on guy, my team. This guy trolls me like nobody's business, and then I find out he started Nick Foles. Get out of here. That's that, that, that's that league I have. Song. I'm, start, I'm starting Brian Hoyer in that league right now. It's, it's just hard times. <laughs> um, the Jets-Oakland game, this was a big upset. The Raiders uh, just brought it to the Jets. Uh, Fitz, oh, Fitzpatrick man. got hurt. What's the Raiders' record right now? It is uh, four and three, winning team. So is Incredible. it even an upset or is it just a? No, it was an upset. Dude, Derek Carr is fucking awesome. It, it, there's some things going on right now with the Oakland Raiders. It's just I'm, I'm rooting for them. They look like a football team. Yeah, Crabtree's had a huge resurgence. Uh, yeah, boy, man, he trucked someone to get in the end zone too. He trucked two guys, dude. That Taiwan Jones uh, run for the touchdown was absolutely insane. He had one catch for sixty yards that was a touchdown. He juked five different guys, five missed tackles on that one run. It was Taiwan insane. Jones, pride of Eastern Washington University. <laughs> uh, Latavius Murray looks like a legit running back. 20, yeah. 20 carries for one hundred thirteen yards. He's killing it. Amari Cooper was on Rivas Island, so he he had you know reasonable yeah, return for to that. Be, but to be expected. Uh, I mean, honestly, probably nothing, better than expected. Nothing to be worried about. But yeah, uh, start your Raiders, man. Yeah, uh, Geno Smith. Uh, despite the decent fantasy day, looked like a hot mess for the most of this game. Uh, uh, reports are the jorts, uh, the jorts, the jorts. Uh, if you're into <laughs> long jean shorts that go somewhat below the knee, uh, uh, the Jets are already looking to uh, get a different quarterback in the mix because I, I think they've moved on from Geno completely. Geno was Geno was terrible. It, it was terrible clock management. He uh, it, it was just bizarre. Some of the things he was doing, he looked horrible. Speaking of horrible, Chris Ivory, nothing. 15 carries, 17 yards. You know, I'm just looking at this right now. Oakland is the second best rush defense in the league. Wow. Wow. Khalil Mack, dude. Alden Smith. That's you know how, how, you know how like two or three weeks ago we are talking about the Giants were the number one rush defense in the league? <laughs> they have <laughs> dropped to the 25th. Holy shit. That fast. So, I wow. mean, you know, these things can... Ingram they're, just they're ripped them to shreds this week, too. Yeah. I mean, we lost in all the mix. 
Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you know, fantasy impact. Let's talk about Fitzpatrick being down and Geno Smith sucking. I think that this is definitely going to have an impact on Brandon Marshall and uh, Eric Decker's productivity. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, you can't really expect both of them to get fed every week now. Uh, I, you know, you're you're basically you got a fifty fifty shot at getting a, a you know one of your wide receivers into the end zone every week, and yeah. that's about it. Totally, totally agree. It's uh, it's bad news. For I felt bad for the Jets, man. It's been a cool to see them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like they lost their. And I love Fitzpatrick. I love. Yeah, him. I love him. That is too bad. Uh, so next game, Seahawks Cowboys. I don't even want to stick on this game too long because it was so ugly. There's stupid really game. Nothing to talk about fantasy wise. Fuck either. the Seahawks offense. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. I hate it. Ugh. Yep. Uh, didn't we? I think we only scored three points in the whole second half again. Yeah. Or something like that. It's just. Uh, Seahawks have not scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter since week one. Let's move on. I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> if we're talking about defense, we don't give a shit about defense on this podcast, but just for a fun little tidbit, Seahawks have allowed seven combined yards in the fourth quarter the last two games combined. Wow. That's awesome. And it's the only way we're and, winning and, and, games. And actually, if it hadn't been for that weird play at the end where they called like an illegal shift, but it was like a false start, yeah. and they took that sack off the board, it would actually be negative one yards. Wow. Last two games combined. So, well, let's hope p- positive signs. Let's hope. Let's fans, hope the offense gets it together in the bye week. Yep. I was hoping we were going to trade for Vernon Davis. <laughs> yeah, and now a Denver Bronco. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, so the last game is the uh, Packers Broncos game. We're going to talk about it now because we didn't talk about it earlier. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember how we didn't talk about it earlier? <laughs> no, we did not at all, and we did not cut anything out of this podcast, not a little bit. We had a few too many beers and, and like randomly got into this game like right at the start of the, the podcast. Uh, so this game was notable because the Broncos just crushed Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had uh, 14 of 22 passing for 77 yards. It's the lowest total of his entire career. Even as a rookie, the lowest uh, passing yards he's ever hit was 146 yards. Crazy. And this means Denver defense matchup proof. That's right. You can start him Absolutely. against anybody. Um, this is nothing to worry about. Aaron Rodgers will be back in form next week. This is this is just yep. it's the Broncos. He's had kind of a bad stretch though, right? Yeah, let's slow down. I, I, the Chargers really slowed him down. That was the first week that was very strange. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers is not on pace for a normal year. He's actually only on pace for 3,500 yards, which is crazy. This is another one of these. It's just so weird this year. You got Luck, year. Luck and Rodgers were both like quarterbacks that everyone's like, you can take yeah, them. one, two. You can take them way high. Universally, no matter where Second you round. go, they're one, two <laughs> yeah. this year. And, I mean, we're semi-watching the Colts game right now, and Andrew Luck's been a disaster in this game. <laughs> a disaster every game. Yeah. I, I just want to like skip the first four rounds of the draft next year and just start picking it round five because like nobody panned out. <laughs> Eli Manning is the seventh best quarterback in the football right now. In the football? You keep saying in the football. In all of the footballs. <laughs> he is the best football of all the footballs. Uh, Eddie Lacy got in the end zone but still Who looked cares? pretty bad. He still he, looked bad. He, I... Mm, I spent half my fab budget on James Starks, and yeah, it's a bad scenario. I I'm happy with it because I I think that James Starks has to take this position over. I I think Lacey looks terrible. So so somebody so, uh, I had a buddy hit me up and said, "What do you think about Lacey this week?" And I was like, "Well, maybe if Lacey eats Akib Talib, uh, Aaron Rodgers can throw some touchdowns." <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Lacy, he got interviewed this week, and they they asked him about his weight, and he's like, 
well, my weight's not a problem unless the team <laughs> says it's a problem. That's what he said. When you have to answer okay. questions based on, you know, on your weight, there's something I don't going watch on. football. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, last week his quote was, I don't watch football. When I, I, This guy, I don't think his head's in, in the right place. Where do you... Now, you picked up Ronnie Hillman. Yeah. Uh, which is fascinating because... They haven't. Those running backs haven't done anything all year. How was Ronnie Hillman available? So uh, yeah, yards that was that that weeks. was that move he talked about where he dropped the kicker yeah. and picked him up before. Oh, okay, right. I he, picked him up before the bye. I got you. You know, right. uh, borderline or and unethical, but let's just <laughs> move on. Gamesmanship. <laughs> I'll allow it. So I'll allow it. So the reason I did that was uh, he'd had uh, a couple hundred yard games. Was you know looking like he was going to be the, the dog, and I grabbed him, and then. Two days later, the Broncos announced he's now the number one. Yeah. So he's the starter. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I'm so smart. <laughs> and uh, CJ Anderson still had more rushing yards and almost more fantasy points than I know. Hillman. That's, that's concerning to me, but I'm glad that Hillman found the, the end zone twice. I'm not going to complain it's about fine. that. Hey, this actually could become one of these offenses because Peyton's so horrible that there's actually room for two fantasy relevant running backs. Hey, you never know. Uh, that being said, I'm not starting CJ Anderson again. No. I'm, I'm, I got... I, I mean, we talk- I wouldn't start Ronnie Hillman. I don't even know why you did. I start, I start Hillman. Yeah, flex for sure. This against it, the Packers, you start like the Packers have been gashed a couple times. Yeah. Okay. These guys couldn't run on Cleveland, and you're like, <laughs> I'm right. gonna start them against the Packers. All right. Here's here's my deal. I like uh, running backs that are. And I've said this before. I like running backs who are associated with a strong defense because it just lends itself to you know you you have to have a run game. So you know I, I like the Bron- Broncos have the best defense in the NFL. So I, I figure whoever's going to be the top dog there is going to do all right. They just have just been a running back by committee so but that far. That hasn't so. happened. I don't understand be- it like, because they, because they've been a committee. But the the Broncos actually named Hillman the starter this week. So I was like, okay. But CJ's been the starter all year and he's had the best defense in the league and. But CJ's happened. not good. Yeah. Neither is Ronnie Hillman. Yes, he is. He's got he's better. His yards per carry, he thinks that he thinks that like four and a half on the season. This, versus, it's going to go back and forth. CJ will take the job over in two weeks. It's just going to go back and forth. Well, mark my words. Oh, no, really? Actually, you, you might be right. Who knows? <laughs> I know nothing. I just got lucky. You know what? Fantasy, all of fantasy football is a game of luck. You know what? Fantasy football. That's all right. right. Let's talk about your worst week. Your worst week features four Packers this week. <laughs> all right. Uh, last week is 25 points. We couldn't quite drop it down that bad this week. Okay, you got Aaron Rodgers with six points. You started Des Bryant. He's back from by two points. James Jones. Uh, some people didn't drop him. You're definitely uh, starting him. You're definitely starting him. Uh, one point in a PPR league, one point. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, seven points. Danny Woodhead, your number three fantasy running back, with uh, five points. Chris Ivory, six points. Um uh, Martel Spennett with uh, five points. Mason Crosby, six points. Green Bay defense, two points. That's a grand total of 40 points. Wow. Which is somehow marginally less than what Andre put out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but uh, that's the oh, result. incredible. It's pretty crazy. So if you started your Packers, I'm sorry. So, guys, now we're going to take some time to start a new segment called Diamond in the Rough. Yes. yes. My diamond in the rough. This is where your uh, Rubbish Alley fantasy football hosts are going to uh, talk about uh, a diamond in the rough. This is like a gem of a player that people people aren't... It's not really on their radar yet that we think could have a good week and maybe be something. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Scott Weber, Professor Weber. I am here and I am ready. Uh, let's start out with... Uh, we're going to the Chargers. 
Keenan Allen, he's got a kidney injury. He's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, I'm liking Malcolm Floyd for the next couple weeks here. Malcolm Floyd. Ooh, after uh, after Keenan Allen went out, Floyd had a really great game. couple touchdowns, 96 yards. This guy is the deep threat. He's always been the tease yeah. over the years for the deep threat. Uh, next week, the Chargers play the Bears. We all know that the yes. Bears can get gashed. They've allowed the fifth most points to wide receivers in the league. I like this guy as a fill-in uh, for the next couple weeks, at least until Allen is back. Uh, good bye week, uh, kind of flex fill-in. Uh, I think he's going to become uh, a guy that can get some deep balls and maybe even some red zone targets. I love I it. I like it. I love it. That's Casey, who you got? Diamond in the rough. Oh, man. Here's a guy that I haven't played. He's on my team, and I probably haven't played him in the last four weeks, and I am going to start him without hesitation next week, and that is Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill, Ooh. explain, please. Jeremy Hill is going up against a team next week that allows 147 rushing yards per game. That's a lot. He is also being... The the Bengals have committed to Jeremy Hill as they're saying that he's our number one guy. They did, just as the Broncos did with Ronnie Hillman. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> so Jeremy Hill is going up against Cleveland next week. Yep. And I think it's... I think you know he hasn't been playing well. I think this is it. He's, he's gonna you're gonna see a resurgence of Jeremy Hill next week, and I'm uh, he's gonna be in my starting lineup. I think there's a lot more to it. When and it's a, a primetime game too. Yeah. When when a franchise yeah. when a franchise commits to a player like in in the press and they say this is our guy, there's a lot that goes into that. I think that yeah. he's made some significant strides with the organization and at practice, and they want they're like you know he's our name. He's the guy we're gonna you know. We're gonna have run the ball, so I think that it does say a lot, especially with how you know Gio Bernard has played well this year. So I, they're, they're committing to Jeremy Hill; they want him to be the guy. So I, I like that. I like that All play. Right. All right, mine is a. This is a big stretch. This is a big oh, diamond in the no. rough. Ready for yeah, it? Are you going too far? Maybe we'll see. I'm, I maybe I can either be crazy or a Crockett genius. Gilmore. <laughs> you guys will find out. Uh, Ray Rice. <laughs> my uh, my diamond in the rough this week is Doriel Green Beckham. So uh, <laughs> Doriel Green Beckham. He's with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he hasn't really been unleashed off the chain this week. He's a or this year. He's a freak athlete. Uh, this guy had monster numbers at the combine. Uh, was just a stud in college, uh, but he's he's had trouble running the routes. Uh, you know, a little bit of a knuckle. Head. He's been in some like you know trouble with the law. Um, Wizen, you're really selling me on this guy. Well, well, that's <laughs> that's why he hasn't. You know, there's just been a lot of red flags and stuff. And Wizen Hunt's kept him on a short leash. He's you know hasn't seen a lot of snaps or a lot of targets. Got in the end zone once. Uh, so here's the deal: Kendall Wright is hurt, um, and Doyle Green Beckham is going to be the guy. Like there's no one else to throw to besides Delaney Walker, who will always get his share of targets. Who's going to be throwing to him? Uh, well, hopefully, I'm hopefully Mariota's back next week. So they're playing against the New Orleans Saints, who gave up six touchdown passes to Eli Manning <laughs> last week. They do Man. not, they do not have a defense, and you have an enormous freak of, of an athlete like Doyle Green Beckham, who looks, I mean, he looks like Megatron, like younger Megatron. Uh, I think this could be his coming out party. So I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna start him in a fan duel, probably not in my fantasy league. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. It's it's aggressive. It's a guy I've had my eye on all year. I've rostered him two separate times this year, waiting for the breakout. I mean, yeah. Now, we're, get, we're getting into that point in the season where you're just stashing upside guys, right? You've probably got your roster locked if you're a good team and you know what you're going to start. So Yeah, you can take a flyer on a guy, stash yeah. him. 
especially if you're a, a dynasty kind of team. I, I drafted Doral Green Beckham, and he just completely was a you know bust. Nothing happened. So I yeah I've dropped him since, but I think he's definitely someone worth stashing and holding on through next uh, next season. For sure. Yeah, so I think that's about it for uh, this episode of Rubbish Alley Fantasy Football. Thanks for for joining us. This is the place where your fantasy football dreams go to die. Uh, um, We want to remind you, you can reach us uh, at Rubbish Alley on Twitter, rubbishalley at AOL.com. And then you can also uh, call or text 425-202-6152. That's 425-202-6152. Please give us a call. It would be so awesome for us to play uh, the message on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Andre, call us. So that's what we got for you in this episode of uh, Rubbish Alley After Dark. We're going to miss you, Weber. Uh, See you in a month. You be safe out there. And uh, we'll we'll definitely keep... uh, Keep the the ship, you know, sailing while you're gone. Upright. <laughs> Keep it upright. I don't know. We'll keep it sinking. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It is rubbish alley after all. That's right. <laughs> We're taking on water. Uh, thanks, guys. We're gonna call it night. Peace out. Bye. You curl up and cry.